0: Hello and welcome to the DFS Coach Talk Podcast. Today is Friday, April 10th, and I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. And I am so excited that we are joined today by our head MLB Pro on our DFS Coach Talk staff to talk about, as you could tell by that awesome opening walk-up music, He's got his own walk-up music, that's right. It's our one and only Major League baseball guru, Andrew known as Andy around here, Andy Gallagher. How are you, man?
1: Yes, that's me. Doing great.
0: Fantastic. Doing good on lockdown. Trying yeah. to hang in there. You know, we're all getting right. through it together.
1: We have a lot of positive attitudes though going forth and we're putting that positivity out there and it's really helping people rock the non-season. So we've got a long hiatus to get through, but it's really helping with discord chatting with fellas and everything and keeping up to date, even on the news and just kind of anticipating what's happening, what is forthcoming.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, for our members and our listeners out there, and by the way, I want to mention this too, to start off, did you see what I posted yesterday? We broke into the top 100 uh, Apple uh, downloads for our DFS Coach Talk in the fantasy sports category. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So even in this time wow. with no DFS, we're making a move. <laughs> but it's, it's good stuff, man. But why don't you tell, us, sure tell us. us a little bit. A little bit about your baseball knowledge and you know sort of your whole fantasy thing just give us an idea about you a little bit so uh, i know our we have some baseball fanatic members that are so excited so give us a little low down i know you've taken down some contests in dfs and have been involved for quite a while and i know just from all the chat that you're doing and stuff in our discord uh you know you've got some terrific baseball knowledge
1: yeah so going back a few years with the dfs i I never really i kind of went backwards i never really got with the season long so i've done other sports in season long but not really the baseball um but i've been a fan of baseball since the 90s growing up in cleveland you know so in that area and everything that's when they were starting to come up and uh I want to kind of save some of that conversation for later as well, whenever I can get in there. But uh, so that's what the basis of but as far as being a fan. Yeah. Since the, that time of the 90s, it wasn't the greatest offensive power team, uh, maybe all time probably. Uh, so then, you know, then it kind of got really away from it for a little while and hadn't followed it much, but then, Coming back around to it, I found it really interesting to get involved in the DFS side because you can really look at the numbers and analytics and see uh, the game inside the game. And so that really sparked my interest to get back into it. So, you know, after a few years, you kind of take it step by step and learn more of these different numbers and – as you go along, you can see that it you can do something with it that's pretty exciting than just watching it. So be more involved than just when you watch a game. You can see obviously you know this player's uh, hitting a couple homers or smashing quite a few RBIs or whatever he's doing for that game. And on the pitcher side, really just looking to see what what, what kind of control he has and um, how he's doing for, um, you know, whether he's being slowed by some kind of injury or whatever the case may be, you know, all these different variables going into it. Um, You've you got to really be consistent on your strategy, and it's such a long-term thing compared to the other sports where, you know, you, you can be down a couple games and, and lose a couple days, or a couple nights, but then, you know, you got to bounce right back because the season is so long and it's every day. So it, it, it really makes for an interesting dynamic, and it's even more interesting really as my favorite DFS play in other sports. So that's, that's a direction where, where really I decided to just take on the Major League Baseball more than the other sports because it's something that, for me, uh, hold an interest where you can, it's a challenge every day to do so, that's, that's really exciting.
0: Absolutely. And because there's so many games, you know, and well, we don't know for sure if there's going to be that many games with this crazy COVID stuff. They may cut the schedule down a little bit, hopefully not, but it looks like it's sort of leading that way. But uh, yeah. And, you know, for our listeners know that what I what I've tried to do is handpick our DFS coach talk staff uh, just hand one by one and just really try to bring guys in that had a similar philosophy of we want to provide lineups that are different than any other provider we're not throwing everything into a a simulator and it throwing out you know play this guy five percent this guy eight percent this guy seven percent we hand build all our lineups here in in all three sports that we do nba major league baseball and the nfl And we look at all of the things, the intangibles, the the specific details that other, we believe other providers don't follow as closely. And we think that sort of really makes up a lot of our secret sauce, if you will, of building those lineups. We're looking at trends. Sure, we're looking at stats and analytics and all of that, but we're also looking at the specific things, the same as we did in the NBA. You know, we're watching closely when other people are taking a break from the game. We want to see that interaction between the pitching coach and the pitcher. We want to see what, you know, what's the pitcher doing when he comes out of the game in the dugout with the manager as far as communication. You know, we want to see all of the behind the scenes stuff that goes on. And the information we look into is that exact stuff. You know, what was there? Uh, bullpen day when they go out there on their off days you know how are they looking how are they feeling and then you know we also take a look at individual you know at guys Uh, it's very important to look at how do certain hitters do against pitchers so we take all of those things into effect and hand build gpp and a cash lineup uh, you know based on some of the things that andy said and then uh, same thing from our side. So, again, you know, our differentiator here is we want to find out all the stuff behind the scenes, the things going on on the field and just that entire dynamic. You know, some guys hit so much better at home, some on the road. I mean, there's a lot of categories. And I know uh, in ba- uh, basketball, we did a whole show and I went into the uh, where I go and how I build my lineup each day and we will do some of that as we go forward in baseball uh, as well with Andy specifically and then we have four other uh, people including myself that will be uh, secondary in baseball putting lineups out though and still talking and chatting and doing things from there so we're going to give you the whole perspective of it it's not going to be you know, like I said, as our basketball guys and members know, and girls, uh, we're not going to just throw everything into an optimizer and give you that information. We're also not going to just blindly go with a lineup, you know, based on all the trends in the industry and everything else. What you have to remember here, and Andy will attest to this as well when we build our lineups, we're not watching any other information. We don't want, we, they are organically built. From within the DFS Coach Talk family, we're looking at all of the specifics to build those lineups to give our members an edge. And we're going to share a lot of that information on this podcast every day. But if you really want the actual lineups for FanDuel and DraftKings that we're putting out every day, that's where you have to jump in our Discord. Uh, you know, go to uh, DFSCoachTalk.com. It gives you an idea of how Uh, Our memberships work. And as of right now, if you just want to get in there just to get a feel for Andy and the the information he's putting out every day, our memberships are frozen. So if you join uh, today, the clock does not start ticking until baseball and basketball start back up. And football eventually here too as well. So, you know, that gives you a chance to get in our Discord. We have incredible discussions in there. Uh, we have, we're have we doing just for fun. We don't talk about them on the show because we are preparing on these podcasts to crush it when we get back. We're not wasting time talking about silly, you know, why, uh, 2K stuff and uh, simulations and Madden and horse contests and all that. That's We do those contests within our Discord for fun to win some coach talk swag and memberships and things like that. But these shows, as, as you know, what we did, if you listen into our basketball ones, we are going to, first of all, these, these first couple of shows will be, you know, today's sort of a, here's Andy, get to know Andy. This is what we're doing for the season, how it all goes together. But then we're really going to start digging in the next, next pod tomorrow is we're going to be talking about our process, some of what I'm touching on right now. Then we're going to do a review of the sites and how the points are different, because DK, FanDuel, Fantasy Draft, and Yahoo all have uh, somewhat different scoring and pricing uh, for their players. So we want to dig into that so everybody knows what, they're, what they want to play. And then probably the most popular show we had in basketball, and I would assume it will be the same for baseball, is contest selection, cash versus GPP. And then if you're playing cash or GPP, what contest do I get in? Because that's the first mistake most people make, regardless of the sport, is they're not playing uh, the right cash and GPP combination or contests to build a bankroll. And you can't go all in every day on these long-shot GPPs we're going to go over an entire way to uh, have a great bankroll management system where you're playing the, the games that can allow you to hit decent money or big money, but still allows you to build that bankroll. Because even if you're only playing $25, $40 a day, whatever, that adds up if you have to keep reload, reload, reload. So our what we've uh, really developed, and this is something I've utilized for the last five years, is you put a combination of cash games and some GPPs. You're building your base of your bankroll management as it, you know as you go, and then it allows you to have a more percentage to play for to hit some of those bigger GPPs. Now that might be great for some of you. And some of you may say, I'm just strictly a cash player. I'm strictly a GPP player. Well, we also will discuss if you do just cash or just GPP, we're also going to give you that strategy in the contest selection and cash selection. So that's going to be how we open this uh, baseball entire discussion, because we want to give you a foundation on these first shows to go back and listen to right before baseball starts so that you you have a foundation and strategy because the biggest, the best way to win at this. And Andy, we've talked about this several times. You have to have a plan going in. So you got to know how you're going to play this, what, how much you're going to play, what contests you're going to play. So then you have to decide on the site and the contest amounts, get all of that together. And then uh, once you have made those decisions, then we're going to give you that blueprint for contest selection and bankroll management If you follow those things And I know it's hard But if you do it with some discipline Of not saying some night You just feel like oh this looks like the best lineup i put together ever I'm going all in or I'm going to go for the Million dollars or the hundred thousand dollars You just you, If you stick with the program You're going to make money I mean I've, I've made money five years in a row Following this program and I'm telling you, it's a it's a winning program, not just, you know, picking it. you, you got to win the contest of all of that stuff I just mentioned before you pick a single player to play your actual roster. So that's where people don't understand it. If you 50 percent of this is everything I just mentioned on all of the strategy, how you do it, how you manage it. Once you have that down, now you've really increased your opportunity to win. Then we go to the phase two, which we'll, we're going to have the time during this hiatus to go two games, or I'm sorry, two teams per day. And we're going to do a deep dive just like we did in the NBA. Uh, for example, our first two game show is on April 14th. Uh, Andrew has the Diamondbacks, and Andy has the Rockies. So we're going to do that. Deep dive two teams per day, and we'll do that all the way through to April 28th, and uh, that will complete uh, the baseball cycle. So you're going to have really the entire month of April here of everything Major League Baseball from uh, all of the us that are going to be contributors, and we'll be doing uh, this each day. It's a great time to take notes. I know it's not the sexy way to go, Andy, and we know – A lot of people out there wanting to, you know, play Sims and do this and do that just to keep it going. But let me ask you this, Andy. What do you think is going to happen to those people that aren't paying attention to any of this? Live sports starts again, let's say, end of May or something. And those of us that have spent these couple of months preparing each day, taking notes, digging in, looking at statistics, uncovering some gems... Who do you think is going to be in better shape to take stuff down when DFS starts again live?
1: Logically, it's going to be us. We're the, the ones that are preparing, putting in all the time and being able to help people take in all the knowledge because it, preparedness is the way to win.
0: There's no question. There's no question. If you if you prepare and you can't overstudy it, I'm telling you, you know, we did some and I follow the NBA. I think more than anybody on earth. I'm like a psycho. So there's details I, I know that I, you know, that I sh- probably should know, but I know most of them. But when we did these breakdowns, Andy, I know you listened to quite a few of them. Uh, and congratulations, by the way, yesterday, you took down the NBA contest. That's right. I forgot, man. What the <laughs> heck's that all about, man? getting ready to kick off baseball and you're taking down our basketball contest. Yeah. Why
1: not take that one down too? second yesterday in baseball. Oh, we got to set up for today's baseball, but yeah, we'll have that going. And so jumping everybody in, in the contest, to do NBA and MLB today. So you can get some touch up on, get your feet, you know, your toes wet in both sports.
0: Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I had forgot to mention that I was impressive, impressive takedown, but, uh, you know again you know it's 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 that whole entire process that we're really trying to explain and and going through it and looking at all the angles and when i was doing basketball you know there was a few teams i uncovered like the one that stuck out to me the most and i'll mention this just as a a baseball reference because this is the kind of info we'll get when we're breaking these teams down but it was funny the one day uh it was we had two really good teams. We had the uh, Nuggets and the Jazz, and it was like, wait a minute, these teams are pretty terrible in DFS. Once we got down to the real digging in, here they're the third and fourth seed in the West, and it's like once we looked at the usage, you know, the just the the pattern of what what the teams have done throughout the season. There's not very many very good rosterable guys from those two teams. But we uncovered some gems with some teams that you would think would be terrible. Uh, And, you know, with bad records right now, the Suns, you know, we we came up with a bunch of guys. And the Timberwolves, I mean, it was like, let's stack these two teams. And they're like the 12th and 13th worst teams in the league. So, you know, that's the whole point. You know, it's – there's not – any type of comparison, they're a good Major League Baseball team, so their guys are going to be good DFS uh, play. So get that out of your head right off the bat, because that's not true. <laughs> you know, you've know, you got to handpick these guys, and yes, I will say this right off the bat, Andy, and I know you'll talk about it more. Of all the DFS sports, that, that sport that you get the most benefit from stacking is baseball because yes, baseball sir. has a tendency to score groups of runs. And a lot of times if, you know, it's one of those crazy Colorado games or something, and, you know, you you have to have three or four of those guys in your lineup if you want any chance to win. So, you know, there's, there's not the same neutral feel like in, The NBA or NFL with baseball, you really have to look at that specific game, that specific picture, pitcher, that specific day, which field they're playing on, because some of them allow lots of homers. Some of them don't allow many homers. You know, so you have that whole element that you don't have in other sports is worrying about where it's at, the weather. I mean, there's I'm telling you, Andy, I don't know how you do it, because Baseball, I've I've done well with it, but uh, I don't consider myself a pro in it as I do basketball. But I'm going to get better at it, and I want to get up there to that level. And it's just if you don't think it takes a lot of work, you're crazy because I think baseball takes the most. You're starting an awful lot of guys, more than any other sport. you got to look at all those ancillary issues of weather and how many days yes. off, and the field, and you know all these things come into play. That's even before you start looking at the players, and then all of the what we talked about before. You know what are their tendencies? What, you know how? What's the body language looking like? Are mm-hmm. they healthy? You know all of those pieces. So it's it's a tough one, man. I know you're gonna have yeah. your work cut out for you. I mean I spend a good six hours putting my basketball lineups together. And I know your work ethic and you'll be grinding at it the night before and then the morning of. And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's not easy stuff, but, uh, you if you want, you want to go, you want to go into your process a little bit and we'll talk about that, uh, you know, on a future show, but just sort of what you're looking at.
1: Well, yeah. The, the basis of the process is if you want want to keep it basic and simple at this point, you know we can't do any deep dives on, on today. But we are attacking the weakest pitchers. We're looking at all the weaknesses that we can find for the day. Every day we're going through the same process. Nothing will change from day to day. It doesn't matter if you basically. I'm just going to say, you know, somebody going to Discord and say, oh, this guy gave up five runs and, I, and this is little crap or whatever and uh, and then it does, something happens the next day and another pitcher gets up, it doesn't matter because the same process is going to work by just basically looking looking at all the best weaknesses that favors that hitting team for that day, that stack, and then the opposite for uh, pretty much the hitters, you could say. Um, the strengths, the aces of, of the teams, pitching staff, uh, looking at those guys to use, and then balance it out day by day. So we're looking at the most top-end pitcher, basically, you can get on an average basis. Um, I'm not talking getting into GPPs and or in cash at this point, but just saying best possible ace pitcher you can get for a basis of the strategy and the most uh, weak-prone pitcher that you can attack on any given slate specifically stack now there's a heck of a lot of variables in that but that's what we're basically doing every day day in day out um, we're looking at that and we're factoring in our ballparks we're factoring in our weather like, like you said we're factoring in um, some of these, these pl- different platoon splits we've got all kinds of different uh, stats that are not only shell stats you know like you look at your basic box scores you know home runs RBIs, runs all the different stats, and you guys are gonna get into that another another day for uh, DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh, we'll break that stuff down too, but basically uh, we're looking at the inner stats, the inner shell stats that make up of uh, uh, what these different things do. And then like you said, we're, we're breaking down also as well, as much as we can possibly watch to see what's going on in game that the stats don't reveal. Because if we're just relying on stats, then we're also kind of getting ourselves in trouble as well. So, as much as we can all possibly break down as a team, we want to deliver it to you guys in, in there in, the, in Discord day in and day out, and also what we see here in the podcast.
0: Absolutely, and of all sports, I mean it's not even close. Uh, baseball is definitely a marathon and not a sprint. And just like Andy said, you know, you may have a few days where your pitcher gets rocked, but you got to stick with the program because You know, they play so many games and then, you know, the other added pressure uh, Andy is, you know, we don't know what's going to happen after this hiatus. Are they, you know, how many games are they going to play? Are they, I've heard stuff that they're going to play more double headers to get Mm -hmm. caught up. That makes it even tougher in, in fantasy to get, you know, you got to factor in then who's going to sit on one of the two games in the double header possibly. And, There's all kinds of that variance that's going to come into play. And that's just, you know, if it was just regular baseball playing their 162, I mean, those dudes play 29 out of 30 days in a month. They don't, I mean, they play all the time. And those games are early in the afternoon a lot of times. So you have to, you know, be ready. It's not like basketball where we know we have until 7 o'clock on the East Coast. So that gives us all day to get all our ducks in a row you know 30 minutes before lock then we have from 6 30 to 7 it's a nice easy program and football football's even way easier because <laughs> other than a couple of games you're only having to do that once a week basically on sunday when the majority of the teams play so you know with that with baseball you got to have the energy like andy has and he has plenty of it because it it's a lot of zigging and zagging And, you know, it's stacking and just a whole different thing. That's what's funny that people don't realize is they think, you know, I can plug into any DFS sport. I know how it works. I know how the pricing works and the scoring on the sites. You know what? If you don't take each sport completely as its own entity, because the strategies are massively different. And that's what we're going to try to really uh, have Andy sharing constantly in the discord with uh, things that he's posting and then through these uh, podcasts, because that, those are the keys. And, you know, we're, we're going to give you all the information. We don't hold stuff back on our podcast, uh, you know, to try to lower members or anything. I mean, our goal is to be a seven day a week podcast provider, which we are. You could find us seven days a week. And if it's multiple sports, we're going to be talking multiple sports. Uh, But we're everywhere podcasts can be found. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, We do ask, especially during this hiatus when everybody has a little extra time, that you, you know, for example, click on iTunes. If you give us a five stars and a little comment, we have a drawing the first Sunday of every month for a free one-month membership at uh, Coach Talk. So that's a really cool thing. But, you know, the main thing is listen in every day, wherever you could find us. If you have a second, click the thumbs up on YouTube. That helps us rise up the the charts a little bit as well. My biggest advice, though, whichever way you listen to us, and like on YouTube, for example, they have a little bell symbol. You click on that once, you never have to click on it again, and it will, will give you a quick notification when our podcast uh is up each day and we vary a little bit you know i'd say somewhere between 11 or so to like 1 30 or so in the afternoon on the east coast so <clears throat> excuse me a little uh a frog in the throat but uh so it it will post those days but that gives you an idea of the time frame that it'll post so we appreciate all of that information as far as you know, the the rate, review and subscribe, that is so key to us for sure. Yes. And, you know, and then the other biggest key is following us on Twitter. I mean, that's super important because we're constantly tweeting out stuff at our DFS Coach Talk, uh, you know, which is our whole website. Uh, our whole group is on there. However, we have our individual ones. If you have a specific question for us, uh, you know, we always – put those into the podcast, utilize those uh, however we, we can to get those answers out to everybody. And real quickly, I'm at Joe Sarvati, that's J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And Andy, let them know where you are on Twitter. Sure. Drew J. Gallagher, that's D-R-E-W-J-G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R. Excellent. And uh, just shoot some stuff out. Now, let me ask you one other question, because we, we were so excited to get on all of this. I didn't uh, touch on it, but how cool was that walk-up music at the beginning of the podcast?
1: Yeah, yeah. So a lot of players use that, and you'd be surprised, you know, some different songs guys use to walk up to the plate and get their game on.
0: It's, it's fun, man. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have, you know, there's always two people on our pods. Uh, we have a, a schedule that everybody follows, and so one of one of the uh, songs that are chosen, everybody gets to choose their own, will be uh, in the lead in, and then uh, on on the lead out at the end, uh, we'll also have the other person. So it's I'm gonna miss. I gotta be honest. I'm gonna miss my Curtis Blow <laughs> basketball song. That was that got me grooving every single day during basketball. Yes. But you know, hey, it's you know, it you got to go with the flow and the time. So it's now baseball walk-up tunes, and I'll tell you, we've got like six of us doing these uh, podcasts, and there are going to be some some pretty funny songs, I think, in there. But um, really, so we got yes. some surprises here. There, you'll have some surprises. Mine's not. Mine's a, a one of my favorite baseball. Uh, theme tunes i want to stick with the theme so you'll hear that at the end of the show but uh but yeah it's it's good stuff man we're gonna have fun with it like we do i mean if you would have seen our time did you see our timeline yesterday in our discord it was hilarious we 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 got off on tangents (laughs) of everything everywhere man all i know is there were pictures of two-legged horses running on the track, and there were oh, oh, oh. pictures of Snoop Dogg, and you name it, man. I don't know what, what happened. We got off the rails. It was a variety
1: <laughs> show. It was a it was show, a, man.
0: It was, man. Shout out to to Brenton up there in the Northwest, man. He was right in the midst of mix of it with us, and J.P. Wild and, and our man, Lanny. We had everything going in there. It was, so it so was absolutely hilarious. Yeah no doubt
1: <laughs> well
0: hey we're all going t- yeah. a little bit cuckoo being trapped you know jammed in and, and not being able to do anything that's for sure but exactly
1: yeah. drive you a little bit on edge at times and people can do things they normally wouldn't do try
0: some different things throughout the day that's for sure no doubt about it <laughs> well we you know the main goal today was just again to to introduce Andy and really get him uh, he is really going to be our go-to guy in baseball. And, you know, if, if you guys have been with us at Coach Talk or uh, have followed me at Ball or, or uh, prior to doing Coach Talk, you know, I, I'm sort of an all-in guy, as you guys know. I mean, I don't believe in doing anything unless you do it way over 100% and go after it. And I really am excited that I've surrounded myself with a team like this you know, Andrew is going to be heading up our NFL and Andy with baseball and then myself and, and Mike uh, and Andrew doing basketball. And I, I couldn't trust these guys more. And they're you know, none of us are going to be doing solo stuff, too. We've got a whole team of people, again, that I handpicked because I believe in them. I know what they can do. I know what they can produce. I see what they've done on the on these sites and one and they're all solid and that includes everybody i mean Santino's a huge part of what we're doing obviously apatria he's a huge baseball guy too he's going to have a big role in the baseball side uh and then you know uh, brett is also in the mix uh my son dawson's going to be uh strictly hoops but Uh, That, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You know how that goes. So Mm -hmm. but he's in there uh, doing some stuff for us. And did I leave anybody out? Andy, Brett, Santino, Mike, Andrew, I think that's everybody. I think so. Yeah. And it's just I mean, it's a small group of guys. But, you know, uh, this this didn't happen overnight. Uh, A lot of these guys I've worked with before We've done podcasts together before. We've played DFS together before. And, you know, I had been planning and looking to doing something like this uh, for a while and kept dragging my feet. And then, as our regular listeners know, it was really the, the Kobe tragedy that inspired me to say, you know, this is crazy. Why, you know, get the Mamba Mentality I've always gone for things in my life. Just go for it. You know, what's the worst thing? It, you know, it doesn't work out. Somebody says no. Right. Just go for it, and that's how I became, you know, able to. I was the the youngest head coach to win a state uh, 4A title in PA because I, I just said go for it. You know, I had that mentality. Go for it. And it, and it's funny because that became the mantra in my life because of Kobe. You know, I lost. As the coach, as you know, into the state championship against Kobe. And I just, the, the way he approached life in the game was unlike I had seen any other player. And I followed his career throughout. And just, you know, you just go for it. You go for that job you didn't think you could get. You go for whatever you're doing in life uh, without the fear of failure. That's really the key. And, uh, and that's how Kobe lived his life. And, that that tragedy was like okay I'm gonna do this let me reach out to these guys and the the you know they were all my first picks and they all said yes so here we are you know we started off as as most of our listeners know uh, only three weeks into this and we won 75% of of our contest in our cash games which is highest in the industry and we were on fire and then boom the hiatus hits so we decided let's let's do two things right andy one we're not going to turn our backs on our listeners we're going to have a seven day a week show throughout this entire thing and secondly we were going to make all of these podcasts worth something to the fact that it's all preparation for crushing the entire deal when it comes back to live sports and I think, you know, I guarantee you this, and I know it sounds sappy and all this stuff and cliche, but if Kobe was involved in this, do you think he would spend podcasts talking about simulation football of the 1994 Buccaneers against the 1982 Steelers or something? Of course not. He would oh, wow. be, he would oh. be deep, doing a deep dive, talking about tendencies, studying film, looking at, you know, all of the the advantages that he could have when it came back. So everything we do here you'll always see is going to be right out front and right, you know, uh, just trying to be the best that we can be at what we're doing. So, uh, you know, I wanted to mention that at the beginning of our baseball because it's the same mentality we use in basketball, and I'll probably repeat this as we start football because, you know, Mm -hmm. being – the fact that DFS Coach Talk is is a newer uh, competitor out there on the market with the other providers, you know, we want to make sure people know our motivation and why we're doing this. And we're not doing it, you know, this isn't a money grab. This isn't a, you know, we're just throwing guesses and hunches out there. Uh, This isn't something where, you know, we're just going to, look at other people's ownership on different sites to figure out lineups. This is organic growth in a different approach. And I've studied every provider out there and there's none that provide the exact product that we're putting there. So I'm proud of our team. I'm excited where we're going. And, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to dig in with baseball tomorrow's show is, uh, we've got let's see here we've got micah patria who is mr baseball as well a lot with you andy and you yeah. guys are going to discuss the process a little bit about how you you know build your lineups what that criteria is you know what what factors come into play so yeah. that'll be a fantastic podcast uh and that one will will be uh posted tomorrow as well so you know we're gonna we're gonna get into this and then start breaking down the teams it should be really fun
1: yeah just looking forward to getting started uh we were on a roll even in back in spring training we had a good record we moved that forward Uh, appreciate the shout outs on the pause before about that as far as
0: yeah
1: together and looking forward to crushing it again hopefully they come back soon whether they play in arizona or wherever it is we don't know yet but uh there's a lot of speculation on that one and politics and so forth you know they say they have government support and support of three interestingly um, different health organizations that actually support that bringing back of the game I suppose you know not to support the economy but also to support um, people's uh, you know willingness to, to get into something other, other than just worried about the virus and distraction and so forth so all right. these things are factoring in, and it makes an interesting um, potential pivot, I suppose, to help people get back into the game and bring it back in a different way. It doesn't compare to anything else. Um, actually, you know, looking forward at this point to that potentially happening. I mean, uh, all the players would have to be isolated, of course. Uh, I, I don't. I, th- I believe you touched on this on another show, how in – in baseball, they're they're more, more um, separated than other sports as far as the contact. It's not right. as much of a contact sport. So yep. very interesting to see how uh, this comes into play, where players are not going to be infected because of this isolation. Right. Um, in this hot weather temperature area, if this actually does come forth, that you know it's it's kind of like a, a steamer where. Um, a vapor where you know you can't get infected because it's so hot, <laughs> and you have a constant you know vapor that you're breathing in that you really can't take in a virus at that point. So is a lot of I, I think that's why I believe is a lot of support I, I think from the the, the health organizations and actually um, making that a reality. You know, well, um, but we'll see. Yeah, you know, it's all Yeah. yeah so. Um, when you look at um, the most recent, I wanted to bring out, if you don't mind, um, season where there was a shortened season was ni- was the 1995 season. They had a shortened 144 game schedule. Um, the season commenced on April 25th that year. You know that that year uh, the Indians and in the, in the, in the uh, and a lot of stuff. Nice season, really one of the best in history, where the yeah. Indians took on the Braves in the, in the series and. Um, you had you know Cal Ripken, if you remember, he broke a record that year, yep. and uh, quite a few guys, you know, um, because of that uh, player player association, um, they they tried to open camp. They actually did with replacement players, some without any experience in pro ball.
0: Yeah, it was a yeah. mess.
1: Yeah, fizzled out, and then they had to go. You know, the National Labor Relations Board had asked to jump the. Um, Issue in an injunction reinstating, you know, the economic conditions in place and the strike began and so on. So basically what happened was they got a two to three week spring training in. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm expecting to happen here. They're going to get, uh, you know, two to three weeks spring training. That's going to go into effect at some point here. Um, we're looking to get the similar rushback scenario. Players are working up at home. Joey Gallo, Gallo has his own batting cage set up up and guys are working out, but it's not the same as actually obviously being on the field, getting that experience, being, you know, feeling that good, fresh baseball air and having it in your hand, love and some of those wonderful experiences where they yeah. have normal workload, you know, especially the, the, the pitchers, you know, batters can step in there and and really literally in a few days they can get their swing down. But as you know with pitchers they need time. And that's where some more complicated aspects of this come into play, especially in DFS, is where we don't know how long, even at first, these pitchers are going to go for. Where right. Go for three, four, five innings.
0: We'll probably see a lot of stuff like the Rays, where it's just a committee of four or five pitchers pitching a couple of innings each, maybe. It could be.
1: Um, I look back and a deeper dive into that history of the 95 season. Mm-hmm interestingly like some of the aces like uh, Greg Maddox Mike Mussina, I remember guys like were having their baseball cards and stuff they went really about five innings um, there were some guys that went it depended on you know the game and scenario you had to take it on an individual basis plus some guys went seven seven innings some guys went three innings so you know, I don't want you got to remember
0: that that era Andy too was different though. I mean, God, there were several guys that threw complete games You know, seven, eight, nine innings every time out You know, as opposed to what they've reduced it to now You just don't see that as much It's protect the arms, lesser innings So that may help in bringing it back quicker Just the the sport itself is different in the way pitchers are handled So I think you'll see you know, there were other teams that went to the, you know, they would have uh, bullpen games where it was all the guys chipping in kind of thing. So I'm with you. I think that'll be a, a trend that you'll see uh, a lot more, which is going to make it harder picking pitchers, you know?
1: Yes, it is. I mean, on FanDuel specifically, in order to get the quality start, you got to go six innings. Yeah. So we may not yeah. see that at first. And then, oh, I also heard that they were going to probably eat- – shorten some of the games of seven innings so that would even i don't throw think in
0: another do that. One. they're not going to do that, that i don't be. think there's any way in hell they could take a 140 year old sport and shorten the innings i just don't i think they would shorten games before they shorten innings that's just my personal thought because it then everything is an asterisk i mean if somebody throws a seven inning no hitter or something does it count yeah. you know so I would I would bet anything you want that that they don't play seven inning games. And, I, and let me mention a couple thing other things real quick this cuz I I've, I've really been trying to keep track of this obviously for several reasons but you know I'm from the DFS standpoint I'm looking for every piece of information I can and what I've seen is first of all and this is this, this is my opinion just from from my observations and then maybe you can chime in too Andy but what I've seen these uh, Dr. Fauci and all these guys talk about as far as the weather, Trump started talking about, uh, you know, with his hand saying in April, it's going to be like a miracle. It's going to be warm and it's going to just go away. Well, that's not the case at all. What, what they're saying is the hot weather does help a little bit because if somebody sneezes, for example, that mist that comes out when you sneeze evaporates quicker in the hot temperatures than it does the cold. So in that scenario, it's not as much to, to attract. But it, according to, to Dr. Fauci, it doesn't matter if it's 35 or 105 degrees. If you shake somebody's hand, you've just hand, given them the germ on their hand, they touch their face, boom, they're, they've got it. So the heat can help a little, but it's not the overall factor. So that's one thing I wanted to mention. The second thing was uh, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, came out yesterday and he said there will not be a pro sports team playing a game in the state of California until the very earliest Thanksgiving. So we're talking about, you know, the teams that are based, the Padres, everybody that's based in California – They're saying they can't have home games there throughout the entire, basically almost rest of the year. So that what that does, that's really what's given this whole Arizona thing momentum. And I think, you know, this is just me speaking again, that the only option they're really going to have is doing that type of situation, getting three or four hotels, whatever it is right around the area, sequestering all the players and the, Staff and everybody there, not people coming in like family or anything, and right. just playing on all of those spring training fields and going through, you know, I'm gonna guess maybe a hundred and fifty game season or whatever it may be, and then just spending those four months or whatever it is in those areas because they have to get done, you know, in time if you know, and I'm I would assume by then it would be but they want to get done in time to run the playoffs in the home parks with fans. That's what I read. Yes. So that fans. might not be until October, November, but they can't push it beyond that. Cause have you ever been in Chicago in oh. mid November? I yes. mean, you're talking blizzard, uh, freezing, you know, so that's a whole issue within itself. So, my best guess, and the way we're preparing here at Coach Talk, hey, we have a mascot. I hear him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh,
1: yeah.
0: <A> little <laughs> who is the mascot? Let's introduce the mascot. Sorry. Who is he? Tell oh, us who
1: he is. Oh, uh, Toby and Charlie. They are rat terriers.
0: Oh, you got two rat terriers. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have a Jack Russell terrier uh, chance. He's been on the show a few times himself. So <laughs> that's awesome um so you know i think that the, the, the really the only, one of the only scenarios that can play out is what we're talking about and like you said there are some of the health organizations saying that that sounds like the best idea is play those games in a neutral site where everybody can be tested on a regular basis and fans aren't going to be there because you know why they have to do this right, there's there's two main reasons andy one being that our, the economy needs that, and even though there won't be fans there, there's a lot of money generated by the television. I mean, it's billions of dollars for Major League Baseball by being able to televise all these games. And secondly, that allows businesses like the Budweiser's and all these companies to, to buy that, that time and start spending money back into the economy on ads and everything else So at least that gets the ball rolling In that direction and really You know those owners Are paying these players so they need To generate some dollars So all of that's going to come into play And then the second thing is You know I, I remember Very well 9-11 Taking place when our country That's the only sense of a feel I can get for what's going on now Is what happened on 9-11 And You know, the surrealness of it and everything. But the biggest step forward to getting back to some type of normal life was sports, specifically baseball. The the first sport they played when they came back was that Mets-Yankees game. You know, George Bush came out, fired a strike right down the middle. The crowd went crazy. Beautiful national anthem. Fantastically played game. Piazza hits the walk-off homer. Everybody it, it just it was like taking a big sigh, like, okay, where life is gonna be okay, we're gonna get back to normal. And we're gonna need that even more in this country now than we've ever ha- ever done, because none of us ever dreamt that anything like this could happen in our lifetime. And I mean, I'm a lot older than you guys, so I've seen a lot more and if you would have told me Movie, old movie uh, outbreak with Dustin Hoffman, or one of those movies where you know things spread and it's just it's all weird stuff and mm. I don't think that can be real, but it is here it is. So mm-hmm. anyway, those are the real two basic reasons why I think uh, baseball and golf will be two of the sports that should easily be able to come back. From what you just said, you really don't have to have any physical contact. With the other guy during the entire game Now basketball and football are different Those guys are beating the hell out of each other If there's going to be somebody on the court with it The rest of the guys are probably going to get it But I really don't know in baseball Other than handing the baseball yourself uh, If you don't touch your face And you're using the, the stuff in the dugouts And staying yep. apart a little bit You could get away with it Same thing with golf I don't see why you know, You're know, you out in the open That's mm-hmm. one you're not confined confined in a stadium, and you know there's it should be able to be done. So I'm I'm thinking baseball and golf will be the first two things that start start the the wheel turning, and then uh, basketball will probably follow right after. But just my thoughts.
1: Yeah, I mean that could well happen, and they're preparing uh, other things to go along with that. You know, like the roster expansion, Correct. going to 30 guys roster, getting ready for. Yeah, double headers and things like that. So it'll be very interesting moving forward and seeing when it does happen. And we'll be ready whenever it is.
0: We will. That sucks, though, too, because that means our guys are going to get pinch run for and all that pinch hit for because they're going to have such deep benches. But, you know, the bottom line is whatever it is and how challenging it'll be. Every single person that plays MLB DFS is going to have the same challenges. And you know what else gives us a huge advantage? And I know this sounds callous, but I got to be honest with you, man. Doing this the way we do it is a massive advantage. And you know why? Mm -hmm. All of these criteria totally jacks up all those optimizers out there. Because those optimizers have been built to consider... Home field to consider, you know, the certain size roster and all these different elements that are going to be different than anything before. So they're going to have to start reprogramming these optimizers to be more consistent. And while they're doing that, we're going to be taking stuff down, brother.
1: Exactly. And if you notice what I do in the Discord is in the under the MLB section player news, I put in there what I feel is relevant towards anticipating what is actually going to happen. Uh, For example, a picture from, uh, like you mentioned, Tampa Bay, looking at like a sixth starter, uh, being a guy who can not only start but relieve in many innings in many cases. So we're on top of this stuff, and we'll know what's going on. The optimizers, of course, won't pick it up. They don't have the algorithms to always know that, and then things start breaking later in the day, and you'll know ahead of time, according to the news, you know, as far as what pitcher is going to look like, how many innings, sometimes they give you an idea. A uh, manager will say how many innings for a
0: certain pitcher, things like
1: that. So we'll look at all that stuff.
0: No doubt about it. And I'll tell you, our our baseball team is just a badass team. I mean, with Andy leading the way, Santino, Micah Patria, Andrew, you know, the the guys that are really going to be contributors, uh, contributors in baseball uh layton as well i mean he knows his stuff too but uh it's just going to be a great group of uh of baseball guys so this is going to be a lot of fun i can't wait we just have to keep uh it's awesome everybody stay home and stay safe so we get this back quicker <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's craziness
1: exactly that will do that will be my friend we'll keep ourselves locked up as much as possible and uh keep it going
0: and don't forget uh you know the the, the, the main uh, – uh, what am I trying to say? that the, What we support as far as uh, a charity – that's the word that lost my, my brain for a minute – is MambaOn3.org. That's M-A-M-B-O-N-T-H-R-E-E dot org. And uh, you know, they take donations for a fantastic cause there. Please keep contributing there where you can. I know they've sort of been – Lost in the shuffle with the COVID-19 stuff So uh, we really support them a lot here at DFS Coach Talk So that is it, my friend We have the the very first ever DFS Coach Talk MLB podcast under our belts
1: I enjoyed it It was really enlightening to see what continues to progress And we'll
0: uh, leave it at that, my friend Absolutely Well, great job Again, great to have you on the team and leading us Thanks, in baseball. Coach. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, jump in, you know, get again, go to DFSCoachTalk.com, jump in there. The stuff that Andy, you know, puts in there about MLB, we, he's got his own page there. He's throwing stuff up there all the time, man. So jump in. Follow us on Twitter, at DFSCoachTalk. And, uh, you know, you can shoot his questions, any information uh anything like that let us know and we'll be happy to to get it back to you we're all watching that pretty much 24 7 so it's it's good stuff um now you know pretty soon here i'm going to read this information and then we get my walk-off music man first time we ever go. debut can't, can't i can't wait know. to hear what it is <laughs> everybody there we go <laughs> so awesome awesome stuff man and i hope you guys awesome. enjoyed it out there All right Uh, Well thank you so much for joining us On uh, this episode of DFS Coach Talk For my fellow pros In all of our sports Specifically Major League Baseball Our man Andy Gallagher And myself Coach We will catch you again tomorrow When we prepare To crush it In NBA And MLB DFS DFS